I'm not going to lie. I quite possibly did the most disgusting thing I've ever done in my life this weekend. I'm disappointed in myself. It is what it is. Truthfully, I had no control over it. It just happened. But there I was. Sitting in a moment. Being great. <laughs> I had a few people around me and they were celebrating. They were saying, wow, Mo, look at the good things happening in your life, man. You're doing well. God is putting a lot on you, putting a lot on your plate. and You can handle it. You were built for this. So while we're celebrating your successes, do you mind if I pray for you? I said, please do. Of course. This person grabbed my hand, started praying for me. And out of nowhere, that was me. I fought it during the prayer. I'm not saying this for like kicks and giggles, y'all. Like this really happened. I've, I don't know what happened. There was no warning. It's like I knew it was coming, but at the time that I knew it was coming, it was too late to do anything about it. And it slipped. And this poor woman, I can understand how she must have felt about me. She like did the one eye open thing, kind of looked, almost as if to say like, there's no way he can be this much of an asshole. There's no possible way. And I had one eye open too. That's how I saw that she had one eye open. And I was looking like I am, but I'm sorry. I promise y'all, I would never, never, ever fart on purpose while somebody's praying for me. I don't know if anyone else has ever like farted by accident. It kind of just happened. But if that's ever happened to you, have some grace. And realizing that this happened to me during prayer. I can't think of a worse time for you to not be in control of something so precious. I mean, it was disgusting, but she finished. She didn't let it stop her. She wasn't distracted at all. She gave me the one eye willy and went right back to it and then finished strong. And I didn't know if I should say I'm sorry or pretend like it didn't happen. I didn't know what to do. So she kind of gave me like the head nod. And I gave it back to her, and I think we both knew I was a disgusting individual in that moment. But we embraced. She didn't mention it, neither did I. But I know it happened. And I'll probably never be the same for it. It's just one of those things now that'll linger above my head that I'll wonder if I'm going to pay for. But I promise you, it was an honest mistake. It's an accident. Just like last week when my friend showed me his dick. Welcome in the moment. Yeah. There's a moment in everything and everything is a moment I talk about the comedy in it all This is your first time, welcome to the funniest podcast you've never heard I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitchell, your money's back Shout out to all my regular listeners, episode 53 Yeah We in the building another week Got a lot of new listeners the last couple of weeks. Shout out to you if you're a new listener. Please, put your hands in the air. Let me see you. Come up to the front of the congregation. I like to talk to the new listeners for a second. I appreciate y'all. Welcome. 
Get comfortable. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, <laughs> my life will never be the same. You're now tuned into the best podcast in the world. Ask somebody about it. And if they tell you good things, believe them. They tell you anything else, it's them. It's never us. Now, shout out to all the dope people. If you're dope, then shout out to you. If you're not dope, this is not your moment. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You'll get them next time. Know yourself. Valentine's Day is a few days away. Who's not ready? Some of y'all are not ready. Nervous. Stressed. Oh, my God. We're talking about Valentine's Day on Jade and Moe this week. Monday through Friday, 3 to 7, Q99.7. And I've never been big on Valentine's Day. I'm not going to lie. I know. I know. Valentine's Day is cool. I don't have anything against it. I don't. If it's your thing, it's your thing. I don't judge people who love Valentine's Day. So I don't understand why people who love Valentine's Day judge me. I don't get it. Like, people who love Valentine's Day walk around loving it every year, just soaking it all up. Oh, my God, a baby with a diaper and an arrow shooting people in love. Yay, let's spend all of our money to show that we love each other as if today is any different than yesterday or will be any different from tomorrow. And then nobody judges them. <laughs> like, no one, you know, I don't judge you if it's your thing. Love it. But when you tell somebody you don't love Valentine's Day, oh, my God, you're one of those. <laughs> wow. So so, so you're going to judge me. It's like I'm not against Valentine's Day. I just I don't see the value in it the way some people do. That's all. I do feel like flowers on any given day is a little doper than flowers on Valentine's Day. I do. It's a little more thought to it, in my opinion, when you've done it because you're thinking about it and not because society is pressuring you to think about it. That's just my opinion. I do think that chocolate and candy and bears are doper when they're half off the next day. I do. I see the value in it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the same chocolates, man. It's the same bear. What you mean? Prices go ridiculous right before Valentine's Day. I went into a restaurant one time on Valentine's Day. They charged us for the table. I ain't never heard of no shit like that in my life. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> they was like, okay, it's going to cost you $50 to sit at the table. To sit at the table? Fam, what is this, a club? You going to force a bottle down my throat too? I have to pay to sit down? I was baffled. I'd been in this place a million times before. They were lucky to have anyone there. But this day... Boy, were they feeling themselves. So I left. You know what the couple did right behind me? Paid it. It's like the price is right. Come on down. Who's next to buy a table just because it's Valentine's Day? I don't get it. Not my thing. The traffic is worse. We could go do the same exact thing with less traffic, be there 15 minutes earlier on any given day. I don't get it. I'm an Al Pacino fan. I am. I believe in any given Sunday. I do. Not much of a difference, man. I promise you. Only thing different is the price. Feeling is the same. Still love you. Same amount of love. It's the same exact amount of love. And I know. They'll be like, oh, that's just because you're cheap. It's, it's, it, no, it's not cheap. It just makes sense. <laughs> I don't like when people say you're cheap for saving money. It's not cheap to buy something for less when you know that you can. <laughs> that's, that's just smart. Cheap would be not wanting to do it. Trying to talk you out of the value of it. I'm not doing that. I get you all the flowers, the chocolates, the candies, all you want. Just on the day where I know it's a whole lot cheaper. It just makes sense. <laughs> and don't get me started on flowers, man. 
I miss when I was a kid and you could just pick a rose. And she, oh, not anymore. Once roses get together, it become an expensive night, don't it? <laughs> you see a few roses together, you going somewhere in your pockets. I didn't know. I didn't know you had to pay so much for something that's going to be dead shortly. I just, I didn't, maybe it's me, but I get them. I get them. And I don't think it's anything wrong, honestly. I don't think there's anything wrong with showering your loved one on Valentine's Day. If that's what you want to do, do your thing. I just feel like sometimes relationships actually crumble because someone was disappointed on Valentine's Day. And that just seems a little crazy to me. But that's just me. I'm not judging you for loving it. Don't judge me for not. All right, let's get into things I'm mad at. But you're just so damn sexy when you're mad. I'm mad at my throat. I am. I know that's some weird shit to say, but it's true. I'm mad at my throat because the thing is, my throat has decided all of a sudden that it wants to make noises in life. And I don't know about y'all, but I, my throat has never made noises. And I don't even know that that's a thing. Like, I've never heard of a throat noise. What, what, what's a throat noise? Have you ever been in a, in, a, in a place where you've heard someone go, yo, what was that? And someone had to go, that was my throat. Maybe you've experienced that. I haven't. But now that I'm recording so much on a daily basis, I'm constantly in front of a mic. A live mic all the time. Weird things happen when you're in front of a microphone all the time, man. And sometimes you got to lean into it. You got to lean into the mic. Because everybody's recording from different places. And then, like out of nowhere, just like the damn fart during the prayer... And then like you hear silence Everybody kind of looks puzzled And then one brave warrior goes What was that? <laughs> and you <laughs> You gotta be the dumbass To go Excuse me That was my throat <laughs> Um, I know maybe it's me man I find humor in weird things but what the fuck like i'm not talking about stomach noises that's different everybody knows the stomach noise you know what that is but when someone hears a throat noise it usually throws them off it's not an everyday noise you know how embarrassing that is to see a whole zoom screen to look like the whole family of the brady bunch is puzzled with you at the same time you know how that feels and you can't even be, like, basic about it. Oh, my fault. That was me. But what was it? <laughs> All right. Hey, I tell you what it was. It's my throat, man. If you must know, love your throat if it don't embarrass you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who's next? I'm mad at people who take advantage of embarrassing moments. Don't be this person to take advantage of the fact that someone has messed up. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's cool. But when it's serious, like, come on, man. I ain't gonna lie, somebody caught me slipping this week. We was joking and laughing and having fun. And we were talking about names and weird names that people have because I met a couple Pookies in recent times. And you always hear like, yo, my cousin Pookie, my aunt Pookie. But when you actually meet one in real life, it's like, oh, wow, this is not like an urban myth. They really are pookies. 
in black families. And somebody told me like a wild name. And I feel like it was a setup because they was like, that's nothing. You should meet my uncle Rudinoff. And I was like, who the fuck? Who? Rudinoff. Like how many different names did they put in a pot to come up with that bullshit? And then she was like, he's dead. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and it was it was the way she said it. He's dead, Mo. And I'm I don't know that. And I felt horrible, y'all. I did. But I thought we were making fun of names. Like we were in a moment of name making fun of. And you know, I thought when she threw his name out there that that's what it was for. I thought it was to attack. <laughs> it's meat to a lion. I, th- I thought we were connected on that. And she threw a name in there of someone who's no longer here. That's not fair. I mean, come on. I know I'm wild in this episode. I know I fought it done prayer. I know y'all are judging me. I know I'm under attack right now. I get it. But if you throw Uncle Rudinoff out there during a name make fun of competition, am I wrong to not assume that the man is here? And she could have been like, no, he passed. And I would have been like, oh, no, I'm so sorry to hear that. And she should have said, oh, it's okay. But no, she gave me the he's dead, Mo. That's a setup. And you know it. (laughs) I'm mad at it. Rest in peace. Seriously. Who's next? I'm mad at credit cards. We were talking this week on The Bird Show about things you wish your parents would have told you before you went to college. So if you could go back, what would you have wished? Someone gave you a little more advice about when it came to going to college. And I believe it was Kristen. She brought up credit cards and it took me back because I remember that. And I forgot how crazy I went when someone put a credit card in front of me for the first time. Man, I had no money. I didn't know what it was like to have some spending change. I went to college with three dollars in a dream. Next thing I know, they put this card in front of me. They're like, yo, sign here. You can go spend five hundred dollars and pay it back monthly. Take 25 years to pay it back if you want. It don't matter. Give us $5 a month. I was like, what? Fam. He was like, do you want us to sign you up? I was like, I've already signed. I signed so fast I had the display card in my pocket. He was like, nah, get that back. That's <laughs> that's the display card. They're going to send you the real one. I was already in the mall. It was so bad, y'all. I got the card. I went right back to the mall. Balled out. Swore I was Diddy. Yo, give me that. That over there, uh-huh. and three of those. Uh huh. Yeah. Rung it up. I ain't even have uh-huh. a microwave in my dorm. Uh huh. Yeah. That mad gear though. I was fly as hell. Went to class. Saw the girl I liked. Had a crush on her. Went back to the mall. Oh, wait a minute. Now I gotta double up on the fresh. <laughs> Bought a new fit. Came back to the dorm. Tried it on. With different flavors, assortments. I was going to give her all this look, all of it. I knew what time it was. Got up the next day, got up early too. Nasty. Only time I ever got up early for class was when I had a new outfit. Nasty. Never did it to study. Put the outfit on. Killing them. Took the long way to class. (laughs) Music on. Mad loud. Waving at people that's not waving at me. That's what I'm on. Trees moving out the way for me. Get all the way to the class. Walk in. Every seat is full. Except hers. Nah. Fam. Teacher talking about welcome. Ain't no welcome. Where's Letitia, fam? (laughs) 
I know she's coming. I sat down. I waited. She's going to be late. Clock was ticking. Any minute now. Someone opens the door. There she is. Nah, that's the teacher from next door asking for a pencil. Next thing I know, we walking out. She never saw me in that outfit. That was the worst day ever. Somebody out there feel me. Somebody wore the flyest fit. And you know it's never the same the second time. It's not like you could just wear it again. It hit different the first time. When you know it's fresh. Everything on you knew. And she's not there? Oh my God. You talk about crushed? I'm going to drop out of college that day. So she never saw that outfit. Yet and still, I still had to pay for it. I, th I think I ran that card up for $500 and ended up paying $2,000 with all the interest. It was ridiculous. I'm mad at credit cards. If you know anybody that's going to college, make sure they know about credit cards. And make sure your crush is going to be there the day you get flies. Who's next? I'm mad about the movies, man. I'm still mad about the movies. I miss going to the movies. I don't know why. I never thought it was a thing I would really miss like that, but I miss just going to the movies. And I thought about the movies because somehow we got to a conversation about who uses the bathroom quicker, men or women. I, I don't know how we got here. That's It's radio, man. And and it was like a back and forth. You know, nah, men use it way faster than women was like, nah, but sometimes we use it fast when we not in there with our friends and da-da-da. And I was like, yo, you know how you know as a man, one of the moments I always remember <laughs> is going to the movies with a woman, and you know how y'all both gotta go to the bathroom when it's over? I know it can't just have been my experiences. Fellas, did y'all find yourselves waiting 45 minutes <laughs> for her to come out the bathroom? Like, did we drink different ices? I don't understand. That's a moment. Ladies, I'm wrong. I'm willing to be wrong here. Who comes out the bathroom first on the date? Because in my experiences, sometimes I waited longer than a movie was. I don't win the next day to watch another movie. Came out. She talking about you ready? Yeah. That used to be the longest wait. I remember it was times I took my time because I knew what was coming and still end up sitting on the bench. I'm about to refill my popcorn. People watching. About 14 girls come out. None of them her. <laughs> you watching everyone too. Look at everybody go home. Must be nice. You hear toilets flush? There she go. Nope, that ain't her. That's the longest wait. Who's That's next? all I'm mad at this week. Let's get in the shout outs. Yo, shout out to the dude who called the Bird Show and had 17 kids. Man, uh, that, was a, that was a moment this week. We were all stunned. Everyone on the show. This man called it. It was an unfortunate situation because he said he had just went through his wife's phone or his girlfriend's phone. I don't know if he was clear on that because it was hard to hear his story. The phone was in and out. But he went through her phone and she was cheating. And he was like, yo, man, I'm serious. And we got 17 kids. 17 kids. I think he had 13 when he met her. She had four of her own. Something like that. We didn't get to speak to him again. So now the story just lingers in the back of my mind. I have to piece together what's going on in that man's life. But I'm just trying to think of what a life would be like with 17 kids. I mean, cheaper by the dozen was impressive. 17? Total of these kids can damn their vote. What do you do? Seriously. What is an activity that you can do with 17 kids? You go to the movies? You're the entire movie. Can you imagine the bill? 
on taking 17 kids to the movies. My dad wasn't thrilled about taking three of us. <laughs> 17? What do you mean? How do you go bowling? Can you imagine waiting for your turn to bowl? I'm asleep by the third frame. 17? How many lanes do you need? Everywhere you go, you're renting the place out. Where do you live? You need a building. And I just thought of all of the complications that would come from having 17 kids, and I was so impressed until I thought to myself, Mo, this is nothing. This is light work. Flashback. I have a cousin who is nine months older than me. And for those who don't know who I, how old I am, I am 26. And um, he has about 20 kids. Excuse me? Huh? 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 What'd you say? How many? He, uh, 20. Like when you hit like nine, you don't say to yourself, all right, maybe we should start thinking about this. Um, I don't know if it's because he's trying to beat his father because his father has 25 kids. Okay, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Wait a minute. It's a competition? Yeah, I don't know if it's trying to be a competition or what. Well, well, he's five but short. He has three on the way right now. No, so, why does he so have what, three so on what, the way? That, that's what makes 20. So the, if one has a birthday party, he'll bring as many as he can to that their siblings' well, he's, birthday party. he's bringing the party. <laughs> like You're every, right. Every time he shows up <laughs> with the sibs, it's, it's, it's the entire party. Who needs friends when you have 19 siblings? Like, Facts. I don't need any of you. What are oh, their last no. names? Drake. Oh, shit. <laughs> he makes sure that he's in every single one's life. Katie, I know and fathers active. who struggled and it was one of us. This man should be on Ellen. <laughs> he should. What do you mean? There's a school in whatever city they're from, and it's called Drake University, and only they <laughs> go there. <laughs> Some of you may have not been listening then, but yes, that is the producer of The Bird Show. Good friend of mine, Katie. She has a cousin who has 20 kids. What's 17, fam? Don't come around here complaining. I completely forgot. I'm not impressed by this. Katie Ben put me on. But I wish that man the best. I really do because I can't imagine a life with 17 children. Shout out to him and shout out to you if you're a parent. For however many kids you take care of. You are appreciated. Shout out to Toilet Man. Um... <laughs> You know, this came up earlier today, and it reminded me of this situation that I used to deal with in the studio. And it was a gentleman who would always be in the bathroom whenever I went to the bathroom. I mean, every single time. And he would always want to talk to me. And I'm, I mean, like mid-shit? I mean, pants on top of sneakers. Getting it. Stomach making noises and shit. Way worse than my throat noises. And literally having conversation with me. Why? <laughs> Yo, it was so uncomfortable. And it was times when I would walk in the bathroom and he was already in the stall taking a shit and he would somehow know it was me. I mean, the man couldn't see me. How did he know? 
I'd walk in. What's up, Mo? What the fuck? Wait a minute. And I would be quiet to try to make him think that maybe he had the wrong guy. And he would just, he would be so confident that he would just start talking. Yeah, man, how's it going over there? What? There was times I was so uncomfortable that I would actually answer. <laughs> I know it's weird. It's nasty. Why would I answer, right? But it was like if somebody's going to keep talking to you, you start to just feel weird. Like they got a camera on you or something. You just have to respond. And he would keep asking me questions like, yeah, man, you know, is everything good? Have you heard the new 50 Cent song? And eventually it would be like, yeah, man, I heard it. Damn. Yeah, it's good, man. People. Don't talk to people in the bathroom. It's weird. I don't know what it is about people talking to me in a bathroom. I told this story at one of my shows. I was at the airport once. And, you know, stomach was bubbling. Dancing. Doing a little dance. So I had to run in the bathroom and do what I had to do. But right before I went into the bathroom, I kind of saw this couple, like, staring at me. But I don't think anything of it, and I just run into the bathroom, and next thing I know, somebody's knocking on a stall. Hey, Mo. Hey, dude. Big fan. Love ya. Hey, check this out, man. I can't believe it's you, but, uh, my son does comedy, man. I just, this is a moment. I gotta show you. Do you mind? All right, here it is. Boom. Phone is under the stall. I mean, I mean, sliding across a bathroom floor. There it is. People... <laughs> People always be like, what'd you do? What do you mean what I do? I watched it. What else you gonna do when you're in that situation? Son was horrible. Jokes were terrible. But I watched it. I said, hey man, listen, man. <laughs> it's crazy that I gotta tell you this, but uh, not a great time. Slide in my DMs and I'll and I'll get right with you. And kick this phone back to him. And that was the last I'd talk to him. But I'd say this to say, man, stop talking to people in the bathroom. If that's you. Knock it up. Yeah, no, I'm not okay. That's how I feel sometimes, and that's also the name of my new podcast from LAS Studios. I want whoever outlives me to be like, she didn't die a broken person. She healed herself. Addiction, depression, anxiety, radical self-love. Yeah, no, I'm not okay. Your new favorite podcast from LAS Studios and me, Diane Guerrero. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Off. All right, let's get down to business. Kevin Hart is in the news again. This time, he's suing someone for basically stealing his uh, credit card or his identity and spending about a million dollars of his money. And I'm sure he's going to get this money back and the person will be caught and, and all of that will be sorted out. But... This man didn't know for months that a million dollars was missing from his account. And I just want to take the time to say bravo. <laughs> bravo. I mean, I don't, I don't know about y'all, but I can't imagine a life where a million go missing and I have no idea. I mean, that's got to be great. Let that sink in. There was times I was so broke that I would log into my account and if there was money there, I would be shocked. <laughs> it's a miracle. Fam, I got $35. I'm about to ball. Shrimp tonight. There was times I was doing well for myself, but I promise you, if $15 went missing, I was going down the whole list of expenses. Wait a minute. Now, I did spend $11 here. That's, 
I mean, come on. We Let's be honest. Most of us have been there. How many times you done came back from a Vegas trip, had to look at your receipt? All right. Now, wait a minute. Okay. Now, I went a little over. Now, I don't understand where this... Okay, yeah, I do remember spending this. Yeah, that, yeah, I got crazy that night, 150 Yeah, yeah, that was stupid, 85 Wait a minute, $36? I don't remember spending 36 Like, that's the kind of energy I'm used to. When a million go, and it take you three months to go, wait a minute, something's wrong. You living. That is living. Shout out to Kevin. <laughs> Shout out to Lauren London. Um... People were going crazy about Lauren. Actress, new new from ATL. A lot of us fell in love with her there. She was trending because people thought she was pregnant, which would have been two years after the unfortunate passing of Nipsey Hussle. And, well, people felt some kind of way. It would have been too soon. Tragic loss, two years later, you pregnant with another man's baby. It's too soon. Now, I don't... I'm not going to speak on what's too soon for her. I'm not. She said she's not pregnant. She's come out and she told everybody to relax. So maybe that's the end of it. But it did make me wonder, what is too soon? Is there such thing as too soon? I do believe that there's a period of time to where you should be alone in between relationships. Now, how long that period is, is very different for a lot of different people. For me, I feel like... (laughs) If you're going to move on after we done, it got to take you as much time as we were together, period. That's it. If we were together 10 years, then it got to take you 10 years to move on, all right? That's just how I feel. If we were together a week, hey, do your thing. Good luck to you. (laughs) Two years? Got to take two years. Anything less is uncivilized. No, I don't know when you move on, honestly, especially through a tragic loss, man. But I know people shouldn't judge other people because you don't know. You just don't know. I don't want you to move on. In my mind, you don't move on. I'm one of those. I'm blocking you on social media. I don't want to see anything you're doing. And in my mind, you just don't exist anymore. Poof. Never happened. Gone. What X? That's that's what I'm on. You just go and you just you just drop off deep into a whole nother existence. You were never here. <laughs> All right, listen, man, I was thinking about this Tom Brady victory, and I feel like it's equivalent to life in a sense. I was having dinner last night, and one of the things we were talking about was learning to listen to life, to listen to the universe, because the universe really does tell you what should be going on in your life. It gives it to you. A lot of us don't listen. A lot of us make it hard. I believe that. Like even when people come to you and say, I don't know what to do. I believe deep down that most times they do know what to do. They know exactly what to do. But it's usually the harder thing. And I'm not saying people are never confused. I'm sure sometimes you are. But a lot of times I do believe that deep down people will say, I don't know what to do. And you're looking for validation. You almost want somebody... To agree with the easier thing. So you can say, see, I knew I was supposed to do that. But you know that's not what you're supposed to do. Because if you were supposed to do the easier thing, you would have just did it. Because it's easy. But when it's the harder thing, that's when you go, I'm not sure. Oh, you are. The universe has made it clear. 
It's the reason so many of us stay in relationships too long, stay at jobs too long, deal with something for too long. We all do it. Universe done told you and showed you. Probably did a dance for you. Showed out. Put it on a billboard. Had the little plane flying it around. Universe done gave you every signal there is to give you. God put it on a plate. Put it right in front of you. But we ignore it. Because we don't want it at that moment. Or it's too difficult. Or whatever reason. But you know. And at some point. Some of us just stop fighting. And we listen. And go okay. I didn't see my life going that way but fine. I didn't see this happening, but here we go. I didn't know this would go down, but here I am. And then boom, what do you know? <laughs> Things start to open up. Things start to make sense. People start to come into your life who can help you as opposed to hate on you. But you have to listen. And I bring up Tom Brady because I'd bet on Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. And a lot of my peers were mad at me. Like, how could you bet on this dude? For different reasons. He's this, he's that. Like, it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Kansas City, you tripping. And I said, yo, I bet on Brady for one simple reason. I listened. <laughs> it's not that hard. If you've watched what Tom Brady has accomplished, the way this man carries himself, his will, his mental strength, all of that it was an easy bet. Has he lost? Of course, but he's won more. I am listening. It ain't about football. It ain't about what Tom Brady did or what he didn't do. If I'm trying to win, I'm going to listen. I was never a big fan of Floyd Mayweather, but I bet every fight. Every fight, I bet. Why? Because I was listening. <laughs> the man is going to win. He's showing you this every single time. The day Floyd lose, I can't even be mad. He done won way too much. It was easy money to me. Life is similar. It shows up every time. It tells you, nope, not them. Nah, not her. Nope, not him. What we do? Eh. <laughs> nah, not that job. This ain't it. Nah, don't go that way. Don't go that way. I know it looked fun. But what we do, we go. Don't look down. Look down. That's, we don't listen. When you start to listen, you accomplish your mission. Love it, hate it, it don't matter. Man, there's a part of me that feel like life is almost bumper cars. We all out here just trying to figure it out, crashing, getting it wrong, trying to get forward. And sometimes it's fun, and sometimes you get a little rattled, but you keep crashing just to get forward. That's what it is. Grand scheme of things, we don't know what the hell we doing. People love to pretend, but we don't know. You don't know what's coming tomorrow, you don't know what's coming in 10 years. I always thought that question was a joke. Where you want to be in five years? Fam, if you'd asked me five years ago where I wanted to be, I promise you it wasn't here. <laughs> I almost don't want to give it a limit. Maybe Mars. I don't know. Where do you want to be? I hope not sitting here asking somebody else where they want to be, but the, <laughs> no limits. Gotta learn to listen. Bet on the winners. Who's next? All right, let's get into moments of the week. Laugh of the week, I was talking on Q99.7 earlier about Tessica Brown, a.k.a. Gorilla Glue Girl, who, by the way, her saga came to an end today. Shout out to her. Shout out to the doctors who were able to fix this poor woman's hair. Uh, this is the girl, if you don't know, if you somehow haven't heard, who used Gorilla Glue on her scalp. And her hair was stuck to her head 
She had a real life perm, as in permanent. And she's famous now. And I'm happy for her because I mean, I mean, it was stupid. Don't get me wrong. I think I think that's fair to say it was just just dumb. But I I was like feeling for her. I'm like, man, I hope she can figure this out. And the doctors somehow were able to separate her hair from her scalp and and didn't damage her hair. And I got three sisters, fam. Like, I know what hair means to a woman. I have a little bit of an understanding of that. So I'm happy for that sister. <laughs> but think about this for a minute. She's famous. World famous. They're talking about her everywhere. She got for booking opportunities in her bio now. For gluing her head to her hair, fam. Like, y'all. I got to do something. I don't know what I'm gluing. Some getting stuck. She probably going to be on every talk show getting gifts from Beyonce. She going to get the icy park gear. Clothes coming in an ice cube. Like, that's not... Come on, man. For using Gorilla Glue on her head, I could have been did that, fam. What you mean? I got to figure something out. All this amazing content is not it. I'm sorry. I'm about to glue a pair of sneakers to my foot or something. Yo, I can't take my jeans off now. I fucked up. I wanted to be loyal to my sneakers, but now I'm stuck with the same pair of jeans <laughs> and sneaker look. All I could change is my shirt. This is crazy. I didn't think this one through. Famous. I don't care if y'all don't respect it. I got to do something. This is ridiculous. But nonetheless, shout out to her. And it took me back to a time when I messed up my hair. I mean, I did. I think a lot of people have had that moment of messing up your hair. I don't know if y'all have, but I certainly have. I, I had a date one time in college and I didn't want to get my hair cut because it was expensive. And I was like, nah, I could do this myself. Like, it don't really look like rocket science. Like, I've got enough haircuts to know how to do this. And I went and bought some clippers because I was like, I'm going to save money in the long run if I just buy clippers instead of getting a haircut. When I tell y'all that the front of my hairline and the back of my hairline, like the neckline, damn near met that day, like together forever. I had, like, I put a, I somehow put a beard on my head. I don't know how the hell there was a bit. It was an upside down beard on my head. It like a cul-de-sac. Like it was cars that was going to park on my joint. It was disgusting. I don't know. Like I had no angles. It looked like one of them lines at a black party. You don't know where it start. You ever try to find a line? You don't know what the line doing. People just waiting to skip. That's what my hairline looked like. (laughs) It was it was nasty. Um, I say that to say give barbers their due. That's 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 an art. Leave your hairline alone if that if you're not built for that. That's not what that's not what you want to do. Shout out to my barber. I appreciate you. Who's next? Moment of the week. I had a moment with somebody and it made me wonder if anybody else has ever gone through something similar. But have you ever had to dig deep in your patience bag? Because somebody you been had feelings towards all of a sudden got some kind of feelings towards you. Like, it could be your friend, your significant other, whoever. Somebody you used to talk to. But some of us got friends that don't have the most self-awareness. And they're not the greatest of a friend all the time. But you deal with it. (laughs) Because you know they just don't know any better. And you get to know them to be that way. But the one time you do something that bothers them, they hit you with the, I can't believe you. Wait a minute. What? (laughs) 
I know damn well this ain't you talking. Sometimes it happens in relationships. You got the most patience for somebody. You deal with a million things. Like you've been mad. The reason you even act in the way you acting is because you've been mad. And they like, wow, I'm so hurt by your actions. Fam, I've been hurt for three years. That's a moment when somebody been pissing you off for years and you finally do a little something small. Like if you don't even have upset points, you don't get to use those here. You have to cash that somewhere else. You've been trash. This is my first time at the party. I like you're a member. <laughs> you're here every week. You should have your own section. What are you? No, take your anger somewhere else. Take your upset somewhere where it's valid because it's expired here. I don't know what your deal is. Sometimes people be really wilding. If you lack self-awareness, shout out to you. Don't be that person. Who's next? Reflective moment of the week. At that same dinner I was talking about earlier, we were talking about how life really changes for you when you just genuinely embrace being yourself. And that's my reflective moment of the week. I am mad at how many years it took for me to truly be myself. I was tripping. It seems like it would be the easiest thing in the world to do. You hear it all the time. Just be yourself. But it's not. It's not always so easy. And I don't really know why. I guess judgment. Opinions. But when you can really just say, you know what, man? I'm just me. And that's dope. They're going to like it. They're going to love it. or They're going to shove it. But either way. I'm going to dig it. That's a beautiful place to be when no one can take that from you. When you truly just enjoy being yourself. And then when you see, when you get around other people who can't do it or they haven't experienced it yet, they're not there yet, you can see it. And you see where you once were. And you're grateful. Being yourself is one of the most cliche things you'll ever hear. Yet in a weird way, it's almost one of the most difficult things to do. But ain't nothing to it but to do it. And it is not fun being anybody else. And she can't. And nobody else can be you. When you really think about it, that's fire. The uniqueness in that is fire. So be yourself and watch your life change. And I leave you with this message. I brought Nipsey Hussle up earlier. Great rapper, but appeared to be a better man. About his family, about his community. Had a lot of great quotes in life. And I saw a video of him the other day and he talked about being a beast because the odds are against you. That's the truth. We're all fighting against gravity to get to where we want to be or who we want to be. And I think a lot of times people get this false sense of reality that it's going to be easy. It's not. But one day doors do open up and the universe works in your favor. But what you got to go through to get there is different. I always talk about people who see you holding a trophy but don't know what you had to go through to get to that moment. God rewards you in public for what you go through in private. People see the end of your story and they want that, but they don't know your story. They probably couldn't handle your journey. That's why what's for you is for you. And I don't want what anybody else got because I don't know what the hell they had to go through to get it. Just like I know a lot of people want what I have, but they don't want to go through what I had to go through to get it. But either way, when you want anything, you've got to turn it on. You got to dig down deep inside of you and turn it on. Because one thing about people, we're all actors. 
in a sense, all of us. Everybody has had to be Denzel on some day. One way or another. In your relationship, at work, with your kids, at times when you just have to act, man. <laughs> you simply don't have it. But you don't have a choice. You put on your best face and you figure out a way to fill that role. It's all acting. Mark Wahlberg, I'm not that impressed. How about those muscles? Viola Davis, huh? You see me? <laughs> I gets my acting on every once in a while, too. But a lot of times people will listen to my podcast and they'll be like, yo, man, after I listen, I'm so inspired. So let this inspire you. Let this inspire you to keep getting it, to keep growing. Because you have to be a beast. That's just the truth. It's not always going to be easy. I'm tired as hell, y'all, but I'm grinding it out. Because you got to be a beast. Because it's not in your favor. The game ain't built for your success. You just got to be a beast. You got to be harder. You got to be stronger. You got to be meaner. You got to be hungrier. Because you're going to be fighting an uphill battle. It's like escape velocity. You know, to get out of the atmosphere, to go into space. You need to escape velocity. And if you don't have it, you're not going to penetrate the atmosphere. Because it's gravity working against you. It's embraced it as part of the game. That's how it go. You know, that's what it's physics. It ain't personal. It's science. For real, if you're a young kid trying to do it, it's going to run you down. You know what I'm saying? It's going to beat you up. But life's going to do it to you. Failing going to do that to you, too. That's real, though. I think to stay inspired, you just have to make the decision that that's your intention. And I think that's what we see when we see young people do unbelievable things. Take that with you and do what you will. Go get them. Until next time, as always, I thank y'all for listening. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to share the moment with you. Next week, bitches. And if we're being honest here, who am I to judge Lauren London? Even if she did have a baby two years after they broke up. My ex had a baby with another guy while we were still together. <laughs> wait for me to die. She didn't even wait for us to break up. Let's go. Ho. Uh-huh. Ho. I'm gonna probably jump my head over there. I'm gonna turn around. Party, party, party. I'm a hustler, baby. Ho. I just want you to know. Ho. Let you know. It ain't where I've been. Man, I shouldn't be so hot on that boy. Hey, baby, come here. Come on. Give me that funk, that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff. When the Remy's in the system, ain't no telling when I'm f***ing, will I diss them? That's what they be yelling. I'm a pimp by blood, not relation. Y'all be chasing, I'll be placed dumb, huh? Drunk on Chris, mommy on E. Can't keep a little model hands off me. Both in the club, singing on key. And I wish I never met her at all. It gets better. From LAS Studios and me, Diane Guerrero, we want to start a mental health revolution. And then as soon as I started going to therapy, it was like such a release, everything aligned. And then I started booking things, and then I started actually having somewhat of a career. But it all came from mental health. That's why I'm so, I think this is like possibly the most important podcast I'm doing. Listen to Yeah, No, I'm Not Okay, wherever you get your podcasts.